Carlson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami. This is the Game of Life. Welcome to the Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. I am here live with my main man, my Ohio brother, uh, two-time NBA world champion, Norris Cole. What's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? Good to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. So first of all, uh, Norris, are you keeping safe? Yes, I'm keeping safe. I'm keeping my social distance. Uh, me and my family, we bunkered down. Um, only time I leave the house is when I'm going to see my, you know, my parents, and then I'm back home. <laughs> Good. And again, uh, I mean, you were just in, you know, playing some international ball over in Monaco. Uh, and so from the international experience and then coming over back stateside, back home in OHIO, uh, that, that, that's a unique experience. Uh, just share with us uh, in terms of what that was like, because I know it was quite interesting. Yeah, it's a new way of life. It's a, it's a different way of life. Um, being in Europe, um, being in Monaco, um, you get to learn new cultures. Um, you get to listen and see new language, new dialects, uh, different people. Um, I get to play a different style of basketball. And so uh, it's definitely something I'll remember. Um, you know, I've learned a lot being over there. Um, obviously, nothing is like being home. But uh, I think uh, being a kid from Dayton, to be able to travel and see the world and uh, share that experience with the world and with my family, I think uh, I've been blessed. That's all right, brother. And in terms of basketball, what's the difference in style of play from the NBA uh, to you know, most recently in Monaco? What's the biggest difference? Well, the biggest difference is the rules. Um, the rules are different, which allows for, uh, I'll give you an example. There's no defense of three seconds. Oh, my. So, so the help side defense can stay in the paint all day. Um, there's a little bit more hand checking, so it's a little bit more physical. 10-minute um, quarters instead of 12-minute quarters, and it's running clock. Only the coaches can call timeout. And so you know, that makes for a different style of play. Um, and, you know, the way they the way they ref Americans sometimes is a bit different. <laughs> so now we again, so it's a little so it's a little more physical, and so it's a little, it's a little more physical. So do they flop uh, as well like they like they do in the states? Side? you you know it. That's where we get it from in the states. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we that's where we get it from the flopping. Oh man, oh man. Now Norris, check this out, brother. As we think about everything that's going on and. Uh, this is Coaching with Cole here on The Game of Life, where everybody makes a team, but how you play is up to you. A main man, Norris Cole, two-time NBA world champion with the Miami Heat, and he's seen the world and is just doing his thing. Uh, mm -hmm. you, speaking of going, let me go international again real quick. Uh, you uh, were in the All-Star game in, in Monaco. Well. Talk to us about that experience. Well, um, the All-Star game experience was a great experience. Um, I learned so much. It was like the NBA All-Star Game, to be honest with you. Um, it was the media all over France, all over the country, the top players in the league, dunk contest, skills challenge, All-Star Game, festivities. Um, it, it was a great experience. I, it was one of the funnest experiences I've ever had. Um, I remember I played in a rookie All-Star Game when I was for Miami Heat. And it was just like that. It was just in Paris. Wow. And so now what aspect did you play in and what did you do? specifically in the All-Star game, just the, the actual game, or is there any skills challenge 
So, so I participated in the actual all-star game and I also won the skills challenge. Nice. And what yes, were the sir. skills? What did you have to do? Was it dribbling, it was, passing? It was dribbling. It was dribble, pass, and shoot. So I dribbled through some cones, make a shot, dribble through some more cones, make another shot, then dribble the full court and had to make a shot in the, time, in the fastest time. Nice. Now, speaking of, let's take it back uh, to coaching. Mm -hmm. uh, now, uh, just a kid from Dayton, Ohio. Just a kid uh, from Dayton. When did you first pick up that basketball, Norris, as far as you can remember? You might have had one when you were real, real young, but when you first pick up a basketball and really begin to fall in love with the sport we all know and love? Um, I was probably about three years old on the Fisher Price rim. No, everybody had the Fisher Price. <laughs> everybody had the Fisher Price. Did I dunk on it? Oh, man. <laughs> Poor rim. I feel bad for the rim. I was dunking this so much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I started playing organized ball around five years old, kindergarten, whenever, when I started going to school is when I started playing okay. organized ball. And, you know, I, I loved all sports at first. Uh, I love football. I enjoyed baseball. Uh, obviously, basketball. Uh, I ran a little track. Um, I tried tennis. I tried a little bit of golf. I tried skating on the skateboard and on the rollerblades. I tried it all, but it was something about basketball. It was something about basketball that I that I loved. I was willing to pay the price. Is what I always say. That's how I knew I loved it. I was willing to go through the pain and suffering of training, um, and still come back the next day. And other sports, I just wasn't willing to do that. You know, I tell you something, Norris, that's a life lesson right there. Coaching with Cole. Uh, when Absolutely. you think about no effort, no excellence, Norris, and a, a barrier is just a building block to development. So what's your message out to all the, all the young people out there and to everybody dealing with not only a global pandemic, but we also think about what we're going through in terms of just a mindset. You said you were willing to pay the price. If you're not Absolutely. willing to pay the price in anything, it's not worth doing. So we got all these bigs and littles in Miami. Uh, that are listening to us right now, folks all across the world. What's your message to folks in terms of your first coaching? You can give a few coaching tips today, brother. But in terms of coaching, uh, paying the price in basketball, what does that look like? What does that mean more specifically? Well, what, what it means is, you know, I take the good with the bad. You know, yeah. the, when, you, when you're trying to achieve something excellent or when you're trying to have a breakthrough in life and improve yourself, there's going to come uh, bumps in the road. And you have to enjoy those bumps in the road if, if you love it. If you, if, if you love it, you're going to go through the, the conditioning. You know, part of being a professional athlete, you have to condition your lungs, condition your legs, your body. And that love that I had for the game, I was willing to go out there and run until, until, my, until my legs were heavy and I couldn't run no more. I was, I was willing to lift weights and, and have my arms and my shoulders hurting. You know, I was willing to shoot the ball and shoot the ball until my fingertips start to get blisters on them and things of that nature. And, and when I realized that, that's when I knew I could be special. And that applies in life. You know, if it's something that you want to do, if you're, if you're a kid and you want to, you know, you want to go into science to be a doctor, you will know that you love it when you have all those science classes and you're willing to do the homework and stay up late. You know, if you want to go into psychology and be someone that helps someone, you will understand that you love it when you're willing to continue to listen to people's problems and come back the next day and listen to more of their problems. When you're willing to read those books and study the different, the different um, things that you need to know in that field, that's going to be a struggle. You know, nothing, nothing comes easy when you're trying to be good at something. You know, I love that. Nothing comes easy. I hit you up this morning after my morning exercise routine, Norris. No N-O effort, no N-O excellence. K-N-O-W, when you know 
effort, you will know and expect excellence. And what you just dropped on everybody is when you really want something badly, you have a passion for something you're willing to put in the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm all in when it comes to my profession of basketball, you know, I'm willing to pay the price. Um, even, even as uh, the years go on, I've been playing this game over 20 years and I still, and I'm still willing to pay the price. And so the, the, the love is real. And for all you littles out there who are trying to find their way and who are, who think they know what they want to do, uh, you won't have any doubt when you, when you're willing to pay the price. That's excellent. Coaching with Cole, two-time world champion with the National Basketball Association, Norris Cole, joining us on the Game of Life. Norris, we think about coaching. You've given us some good coaching that applies not just on the court. I think that's important. Uh, More than an athlete, not just on the court. You're talking about in a game of life, literally. But now when it comes to coaching, see, now you picked up the basketball, Duncan on Fisher Price, uh, (laughs) Fisher Price rim uh, back in the day when you're three years old, beginning to play organized ball at age five. Uh, But from a coaching standpoint, uh, you've been coached at every single level. uh, And not everybody is blessed enough to really experience what you what you've gone through and what you've yeah. been through at the highest level, uh, just give us a couple. Give us some uh, coaching. Your top three uh, in terms of some of the best coaching advice. Understandably, you've gotten a lot of coaching advice, brother. Absolutely. Uh, but in efforts of time, give us give us the first one. Uh, a um, good the first coaching tip you've, you've had. The the first coaching tip I have to say starts from being at home, and that, that's from my parents, and that that is. If you're going to do something, give it your best. That's, that was coaching tip number one. If you're going to do it, do your best at it. Don't waste anybody's time. Don't waste the teacher's time. Don't waste the coach's time. Don't waste your time. So for those who are looking to, to be great at something, for those who are looking to be great at something, make sure you put the time in and understand that give it your best. Give it your best. Second tip I would have to say is... Hold on one second, Norris, before you go to that second one. Because you, you, you never disappoint, brother. You never disappoint. <laughs> it starts at home. It starts at home. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, and a shout out to your parents. I know and love them uh, because that messaging that you had, uh, and not everybody is fortunate and blessed to have that type of messaging at home. But cherish your parents. Cherish your grandparents respect begins at home because the respect you had for teachers i'm sure uh you didn't change your game when you went <laughs> you leave the cold household and you go to your, your local school in dayton oh, brother, no. it was just a continuation of the same playbook it was definitely a continuation it was a continuation one you didn't want to deal with the rep- uh, with the ramifications that came with <laughs> if you did change it up it was it was going to be consequences for that <laughs> but yes, two sir. But two, though, it was about uh, respect and about um, having manners, being mannerable. Um, you know, when you, when you do your best, something good is going to come out of it. Anytime you do your best, something good is going to come out of it. So, you know, for me, my parents realized my best was the ability to make A's in school. Everyone doesn't make A's. But as long as you're giving your best, you know, so if I, if I had a class that I was struggling in and a, and a B or a C was the best I could do, it was okay as long as my parents saw me studying every night, as long as they saw me trying my best, it was okay. And so once they realized that A was my best, you know, it was nothing short of that. And same, thing on, that. same thing with my attitude, you know, I was taught right from wrong. And so anytime, anytime conduct was less than that, that had to be put into check. And so, you know, that, that, that has carried me all the way through life. 
And uh, so that was the, be the benefit of having parents. And so to all those young people out there, listen to your parents, listen to your mentors, you know, listen to those people who care about you. And um, don't waste anyone's time. Be your best self at all time if you can. I love that. So coaching with Cole here on The Game of Life. Yeah, if you're willing, if you love something, you've got to put in, you got to pay the price. If Absolutely. you love something, you got to be willing to pay the price. Then you, then you go, you're putting together a formula here, brother. Uh, so the, the mindset of willing to pay the price plus, you know, I'm going to teach this, brother, plus <laughs> the respect you have for yourself and for those in authority. Uh, you put that in there. And so then let's give us another coaching tip, brother. Uh, so you from home. And so now you step on the court. Where'd you get to Actually, coaching, so, when, so when I stepped on the court, the biggest thing I learned, I learned this from Coach Waters from Cleveland State, put in the extra. If you want to be special, you have to put the extra in. And so a lot of people don't understand what hard work is. So it's impossible for them to understand what extra hard work is. And so for my sport, I'll give you an example. Everyone shoots after practice. Everyone practices with their team. Everyone has a weight program that they have to do with their team in college and in the pros. And so that's not extra work. That's just the regular average work. And so putting in the extra work means once I do the team work, then I have to do my individual work. And so for me, what that looked like was in college, I would shoot shots before practice then I would eat breakfast and then go to practice and do the team practice hard. And then after the team practice, do my own individual practice again. And then this was over a year of four years. And then as, it, as I gotten older, you know, senior year, you don't take as many hard classes. I was able to start getting three extra workouts in. So I would do before practice and then I would practice. And then I would have my own practice again go back, take a nap, and then later that night, practice again. And so that was, that was the extra work. That was me. If I'm going to do my best, I might as well go all out. And so I was trying to put the work in and do the extra work because everyone was at practice on time. Everyone did the conditioning test. But who was going to do the extra conditioning when practice was over? Who was going to shoot the extra shots, you know, when everyone was asleep or when everyone was out partying? And so I would say, number two, put in the extra work. I tell you what, we're building a, we're building a formula to success with a two-time world champion, uh, Norris Cole, here on The Game of Life. you got to be willing to pay the price. That's a mindset. You have to be willing to not only pay the price, but respect all those in authority, parents, coaches, mentors. So all the littles out there, as Brother uh, Norris Cole said, you be willing to just respect. You don't always have the answer. Don't be afraid to ask for help. But now watch this. Then you dropped on us the fact of going extra. Extra. So excellence is allergic to mediocrity. Excellence. Oh, they have is nothing in common. To mediocrity. So think about this. If you already have a mediocre mindset and you try to put in extra, you just became from mediocre to average. Think Absolutely. about that. What you're saying is the excellent, the championship mindset coupled with putting in extra, that takes you to another level, brother. That's it definitely going. does. It definitely does. And, that, and it happens in school. So say... Say, for instance, there's a tough class you have to take, right? This is an example for the littles out there who are in school. Say there's a class that you're struggling with. If you only pay attention in class, you're going to continue to struggle. But if you go over that same work at night after school and then right before bed, 
and then you go to class and study hard, and then after school you study more, and then before you go to bed you study again, I guarantee that class will become easier for you. And so that can be you going from a C to a B, or from a B to an A plus. You know, and that could be the difference from you having a 2.8 GPA to a 3.5 GPA to a 4.0 GPA, which is the difference from having a partial scholarship to a fully paid scholarship. So it's a, it's a fine line, Norris. Absolutely. Between, you think about from mediocre, mediocre to average, from average to excellent. Uh, and as we perfect our craft, as you say, being the best version of ourselves, as we deal with COVID-19, as you deal with any challenge in life. Because last time I checked, Norris, after COVID-19, would that be the end of life's challenges in your book? Absolutely not. There's always going to be a challenge. Not to get biblical, but the scriptures say not if it's going to be challenges, but when there's going to be challenges. And yes, so sir. It's, always going to, it's always going to be something that's going to happen, whether it's virus, whether it's family issues, whether it's in the workplace, there's always going to be something that you can't control. And so as long as you control your mentality, you'll be able to adjust in different times of crisis. And I tell you what, Norris, uh, one of the things in terms of that championship mindset, last week on the Game of Life, we had one of your former teammates, Shane Battier, Batman, right? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things he said, and it's a credit to your, not only your mentality of willing to pay the price, uh, but in also respecting uh, authority beginning at home, and respecting all your coaches uh, and just respecting just any authority figure, but also also going to the next level in terms of uh, putting in the extra work. He said, and I'm quoting Shane Battier, uh, national champion with the Duke Blue Devils and also two-time world champion with you at the Miami Heat. He said, we would not have won uh, a world championship without Norris Cole. Now you, now, you tuned in with us last week, and I appreciate you dropping in, brother. Uh, how does that make you feel? Oh, it's special, man. It's special when you hear your teammates, your colleagues, um, guys that you go to war with, appreciate the work that you put in. Um, we all worked hard on that team. We all had our roles. And I can say the same thing. We wouldn't have won those championships without Batman. And so um, it's a humbling experience to have a guy of his stature, his status, the respect level that he has around the, the game of basketball, for him to be able to recognize me and what I brought to the table. Um, I definitely appreciate that. And, and that's what you work for. You work for, to gain the respect of your peers. And he, he set a great example as a veteran player for me. You know, I was, I was right there. I was right there watching him. I was right there watching how he studied film. I was right there watching how he broke down the tendencies and how he was going to defend certain players. And so I appreciated him letting me see that. And with that, you think about just, and I can only imagine to be on a, to be a fly on the wall <laughs> inside the heat, the heatles, the heat locker room uh, during that, during that run. I mean, you look to your left, there's LeBron James. You look over here, there's D. Wade. You got Chris Bosh. You got just so many uh, uh, those, so many players that are legends of the game, Norris. And you were a rookie coming into that. Uh, but it goes back to, I'm sure, your mindset long before you put on that Heat 30, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. It was, it was, it was everything that happened up until that point, it was a building block. It was a building block. I, um... I had to credit my parents. They, they started the blueprint for me. Going to college, Coach Waters kept the blueprint going. And so by the time I got to the Miami Heat, the culture there was part of who I was already. It was a hard working culture. It was a culture built on respecting authority. It was a championship mentality. And so it fit, it was the perfect fit for me. 
And so once I got there to the heat, it was about continuing those lessons that I learned. It was about continuing to put the extra work in. It was about continuing to, to um, give my best effort. And it was about helping the team achieve because, you know, the year before they struggled, you know, they made it to the finals, but didn't win. And so they drafted me in the first round. So I wanted to show that I was worth that pick. I wanted to show that I could be that missing piece. And so I was fortunate enough to have the coaches believe in me to put me out there because, you know, normally, you know, if you know anything about, you know, the, the heat, they normally don't play young guards, especially on heavy veteran teams. And so, you know, they were able to give me a chance and I, and I didn't want to disappoint. And you certainly did not disappoint. And I think about, uh, again, knowing you and the relationship we've built over time and seeing you on the biggest stage represent your family. And listen, everybody, when, we come, when it comes to the game of life, uh, Norris didn't start a new playbook when he started with the Miami Heat, but prior to the championships, you just built upon what you had already known, what you had already practiced, what was already locked in, paying the price, respecting authority, making sure you put the extra in so when it was time to get it, you were already ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. That's the truth. That's the truth. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And that's in all parts of life. Yes, sir. So now let's go back. Let's, let's, let's play the highlight reel for a minute. When you think about the uh, a rookie coming into NBA, winning a championship, then you come back your second year, you win a championship. So you were known as two-time uh, around these parts in the 305, brother. Uh, yes, and but So let's go through the highlight reel, the Norris Cole highlight reel uh, with, the, with Miami Heat. What are some of your favorite plays, uh, if you will? You got to play by play now, brother. So here we are worldwide. Give us a little play by play of some of this year, a couple of your top offensive and then defensive plays. Okay, I had to say the whole fourth quarter of my first home game against Boston, I was able to have 14 points in the fourth quarter. All of those buckets, I remember those play by play. <laughs> Uh, I remember um, my first uh, backwards alley-oop to LeBron where I wasn't looking. Uh, they threw the outlet pass to me. A guy from the Knicks was trailing me, and I just threw it backwards, and he uh, caught it and dunked it. And then, of course, you can't forget about the Jason Terry dunk, you know, in the playoffs, you know, the, the alley-oop to LeBron when he dunked on Jason Terry. That was, I think, worldwide, I think everyone remembers that one. Yeah, no doubt. Now, the LeBron, you knew he was there. It's just your presence. He didn't oh, say anything it. to you. You were coming I, I, up before. You just, as a guard, you already know he's coming. Absolutely. You got to trust your guy. And uh, another last one for offense, I would say, um, in, the, in the playoffs. I had a, a really, really good playoff series against the, the Chicago Bulls in the, uh, in the Indiana Pacers. You know, I, I was very successful in those series offensively. And uh, I always remember those. Defensively, uh, I mean, that was my calling card. That's what I was expected to do. No so, doubt. Uh, you know, pressuring guards, um, you know, being disruptive. I feel like that's what I did all the time. So it's hard to pick out one. I just want to make sure every game, every game I want to come in and be disruptive. Well, I remember you uh, got under Lance Stevenson's skin a little bit in the playoffs. I know you recall that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that was a physical series, Brother Gil. That was a very, very physical trying series. And, um, I, I like that, though. I like the chippiness, you know, that that's how you're able to get all that aggression out. You know, that's what you train for and you want to use what you train for. And during that series, you was able to get all the steam, all the aggression, all the physicality. During that series, you was able to, to get all that out, out your system. No doubt about it. When we think about just coaching and mentoring, we're here on the Game of Life with two-time NBA champion Norris Cole, just a kid from Dayton, Ohio. 
my home state, Ohio. You know how much love I got for the state of Ohio. Uh, and so Norris blessed us with his presence uh, in Miami. Uh, we're doing some incredible things in partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami. Uh, and so the championship mentality continues with Norris Cole and the Sunshine State. And Norris, as we think about just growing up uh, and the mentors in your life, obviously starting at home, you made that abundantly clear. But when I think about just when you looked at sports and in life uh, and those, those who mentored you, it goes without saying your parents. But when you think about the game of basketball, a game you love and a game you've excelled in, I look over your shoulder and I see two beautiful uh, trophies there uh, that were well-earned, brother. That's uh, appropriately put. Uh, this is no doubt. Oh, they are, they are clearly in view, brother. No, that, that the world can see. You don't have to adjust the camera any at all. It is abundantly clear. A champion uh, with uh, the championship proof uh, right behind you, two time. But Norris, when you were growing up and playing the game of basketball, uh, we've talked about this previous on previous shows, but who was that one person you looked at and said, my goodness, I want to be like him? My guy growing up was MJ. MJ. I used to watch Michael Jordan tapes and games on repeat every single day. Um, my, my cousins and my sisters, they used to get tired of it because before we did anything else, I had to watch my Michael Jordan tapes. And I would watch them over and over, the same ones, over and over and over again. Michael Jordan come fly with me. Michael That's Jordan at the time. Michael Jordan above and beyond. I would go down the whole list, Michael Jordan air attack. Like I, I watched so many Michael Jordan films, and then when he would play live, I would watch, and then after the game was over, I would go outside and mimic what I saw. And so, you know, MJ was, MJ was my favorite player growing up. Um, to this day, when I'm around my uh, female sisters and cousins, they know the songs just as good as I do because they used to have to watch them before we would go do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and what is, what is it about Michael Jordan and just in the greats of the game and greats in life? Uh, what aspect uh, of Michael Jordan's game uh, did you appreciate the most and seek to emulate? Well, one, his, his demeanor. You know, he, 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 he wanted to annihilate the competition. You know, he wanted to dominate for his, for his team. His only goal was to win. And that was his singular focus. And I, and I picked that up at a young age. It wasn't about anything else but winning and dominating. And so, you know, I wanted to be that same way as an athlete. I wanted to dominate my competition. I wanted to win championships. And so that's one thing I picked up. And then as I began to get older, I realized, you know, his hard work. You know, he was blessed with some gifts, but he would wake up, you know, breakfast club in the morning before practice, you know, early, 6 a.m. before practice, before shoot around, and put his work in and lift weights before the game you know, and get to the arena early and get his shots up before the game. And so I realized his preparation to the game is one of the reasons why he's the greatest of all time. And when I think about what you just said, you know, I love the fact that you didn't start with his, his crossover. You didn't start with his little shimmy shake, uh, dry and fade away jump shot. You started with his demeanor, yes. his demeanor. And as I think about that, Norris, and I got you by a few years, but before there was Michael Jordan and somebody I met in Toledo, uh, who was one of my first uh, recommendations for a job was Julius Irving, Dr. J. You've heard of Dr. J, I'm sure. Doctor, for sure. The, the good doctor. And so shout out to Julius Irving, Dr. J. Uh, when he uh, met him at a scholarship dinner and all of that, uh, and the fact that he not only gave me his card, followed up, and helped me secure one of my first jobs professionally uh, with Coca-Cola, 
I just think about the demeanor of Julius Irving, the demeanor of Michael Jordan, and then there was number eight and number 24, uh, Kobe Bryant. You had a chance to play against Kobe about how many times? How many years? Um, I played against Kobe on the back end of his career last, I think, four years. Okay. Uh, which was my first four years in the league. Um, I played The last time I played against him was um, New Orleans, which was his last season in the NBA. That was the last time I was able to play against him, man. Um, he was at, he actually um, signed some shoes for me, personalized them to Norris, you know, from Kobe, and took a picture with my family and had a conversation, nice conversation with my mother and my father. So that was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, early, obviously early in Kobe's career, you know, he was the assassin, you know. But as his career was coming to an end, he showed his appreciation for the game and showed his his more friendlier side to the game. And it was cool, you know, because I was a guy that, um, you know, his work ethic, Kobe's work ethic, I also paid attention to when I was in college. You know, I paid attention to his work ethics, his multiple workouts a day. That's how I was able to put some of my workouts together, you know, was watching and learning how he prioritized his day and his workouts. And so, you know, to be able to compete against him, even though it was at the end of his career, just to be able to get out there and, uh, and compete against him and his team, you know, it, it was definitely a, a joy. And when I think about the, that Mamba mentality, what does that mean to you, Norris, a Mamba mentality? The Mamba mentality is to give your absolute best. Kobe gave everything he could to the game of basketball. <laughs> if you know the Kobe story, which most of us do, he gave his whole body to the game. He was, you know, he had so many injuries. He conditioned, you know, three and four times a day, every day. You know, he, he played 20 seasons, plus the years before that in high school. So he gave everything he could to the game. And not only that, he was a student of the game. You know, he studied film. He broke down film all the way to the lowest level detail of the game. And so his mentality was give it your all. And he gave the game his all. And that's why now, you know, everyone respects his game. Even if you don't like Kobe the player, even if he wasn't a Kobe fan, that mama mentality, you have no choice but to respect that because he gave it his absolute best. And I think when you have that mama mentality, when you give it your best, you're going to be successful at something. I've never seen hard work not pay off in some, in some uh, shape, way, or fashion. I love it. And that's a lesson in leadership as well, a lesson in mentoring, a lesson in leadership. Leadership is lonely. You've heard me say this many times, Norris. Leadership is lonely. When you have that Mamba mentality, that relentless pursuit for perfection, like you said, that drive, not everyone's going to like it, but they have to respect it. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It gets lonely. But, you know, that's why there's different classes of cars that people can drive. If you're not in that certain class or tax bracket, you probably can't afford that car, that house, that job position. That's what separates us, you know, and sometimes – you know, sometimes you might not, people might not think it's fair, but, you know, those who put in extra work, you know, normally you can tell, you know, in their life and in their demeanor and sometimes in their social status, you know. And so that hard work is definitely something that, that can translate in, in any walk of life. And you and you were paid back from that hard work. I think about your career at Cleveland State. And congratulations, brother, too. Your jersey was retired at Cleveland State, and you were most recent recipient of a distinguished alumni award at Cleveland State University. So how'd that make you feel, brother? Man, that was special. That was special. I wasn't even expecting that. Um, you know, when my jersey was retired, that was great. That was, that, was, uh, that was my goal, actually, one of my goals in college. I wanted to be able to be special and have my jersey in the Raptors. But to be recognized as a distinguished alumni, um, anytime you're appreciated, 
you know, it's a humbling experience. Anytime that you recognize for giving back to somebody, you know, I gave a lot to CSU. I gave my blood, sweat, and tears. I shared my family with them. Um, me and my teammates, we did our best to try to, you know, put the best performance in the classroom and on the court. And so for them to recognize me as an individual, it was a testament to my teammates. It was a testament to my coaches, my professors, you know, my parents, everyone who helped me. You know, it, it was a humbling experience. I tell you what, Norris, congratulations again on that. And so now we talked about from your home, from Fisher Price at home, <laughs> all the way to the NBA. I mean, from home to college to the NBA and then in playing international ball as well. But your mentorship, your leadership, your legacy, your championship legacy transcends the basketball court. You're now, you're a business owner as well. Tell us about your latest venture with uh, E3, Energy Cubes, brother. I don't know if you can see this, but these are E3 Energy Cubes. And what they are, they're protein fiber bars. Soy-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, non-GMO. They're the healthiest, best tasting um, protein fiber bars on the market. Um, I, was, I was fortunate enough to meet the owner at a speaking engagement. I was, I was doing motivational speaking out in Utah, in Provo, Utah. And it, there were snacks in the back. And I tried one of the uh, E3 cubes and I was like, man, this is really good. Cause you know, as an athlete, I've tried all of them. I've, right. I've eaten all the protein, but I've tried all different brands. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And someone heard me say that and they went back and got the owner. And so the owner came back and said, Mr. Cole. And I said, yeah, I'm Mr. Cole. He's like, you like those? I said, I love them. I said, what are these? And she, and she let me know, you know, it was a startup. And I said, well, I want to be involved in these because I, you know, I like these. And she said, well, how involved do you want to be? And I said, I want to be all the way involved. <laughs> and so we were able to talk and um, I was able to become, uh, become uh, part owner, you know, of the company. And, and we're, um, we're about to do a press release that's coming out uh, shortly. And we're going to, I want it to reach all over America and eventually all over the world because, you know, nutrition is key. You know, nutrition is key. You know, you want to have natural foods in your system. You want to have that great energy. And I believe these bars will definitely help that. And I, and I live by these bars. I eat them every day before training. I eat them uh, during the basketball games at halftime, you know, to make sure I refuel properly, you know, and I feel great. And so, you know, E3energycubes.com, go out there and purchase them. And, you know, for my family and friends, you guys can message me so you can get the family discount. That's what I'm talking about, brother. <laughs> and as we think about our partnership, Norris, with uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Miami, uh, and we will certainly, uh, as we get into once this social distancing is over and everybody is safe, uh, as I think about upcoming activities, be it a camp, be it health and wellness activities, be it mentoring the next generation of littles in Miami, uh, but with that E3 Energy Cube, we look forward to getting them involved uh, with us as well and helping these littles fuel their own success as well, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. We're definitely going to be involved. We definitely want to help feed some of the youth. We definitely want them to have the, the proper uh, nutrition. But also, you know, the fact that I was able to go into business with them, is I want to show that, you know, there's more than athletics. You know, obviously, you know, Heat Nation, they're Heat fans, and, you know, being a champion is great, and I love that. But I think being able to show the littles that you can be good at more than one thing. And that as you progress in life, you don't have to stay one thing or one person. You can get better and you can move to other ventures. And I think, I think having that partnership and 
E3 being able to join with big brothers and big sisters, I think that's going to be a great example. Well, Norris, uh, it's always a pleasure, brother, having you on the Game of Life. I look forward to uh, when it's safe to do so. And when social distancing is over, to have you get back with us here in Miami. We do, we do expect you to come visit Miami again. So go let the world know, brother. Let Absolutely. all of Miami know, Heat Nation, everybody, that that championship mentality of Norris Cole, NC30, is going to come back and visit Miami. Just go ahead and make that promise right now. As soon as it's safe and the coast is clear, I will be in the 305. That's Absolutely. What I mean. You heard it here on the Game of Life with two-time NBA champion Norris Cole. OIHO, Ohio is a beautiful place. but NC30 Absolutely, it's home. It's home, will always be home. But Norris 305 is home too. 305 is home as well, brother. I like that. I like that. I'm from Ohio and I live here in Miami and uh, the dual residency of Norris Cole in Ohio and in Miami. Brother, your coaching tips today, your encouraging words as people are self-quarantined uh, through this COVID-19 global pandemic, uh, your championship mentality on and off the court, our brotherhood. You know how I feel about you, brother. Uh, all the best to you and your family. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Game of Life today, Norris. Any final words for everybody out there tuning in to you want to drop with, with coaching with Cole? The floor is yours, Norris. I just want to say anyone who's looking to mentor and, and, and looking to help the youth, make sure you reach out to Mr. Gale and Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Miami. They're doing a great work. Um, teamwork makes the dream work. And so to be able to partner with them, um, has made my life better and has made the youth life better. And I feel like anybody out there who's looking to help, Big Brothers, Big Sisters Miami is always looking to partner and expand our team. And so I want to say thank you for the work that you've been doing as the president, uh, Brother Gail, and continue that work. And I'm going to continue to do my part to make sure we uh, help the youth moving forward. A true champion, spoken like a true champion. All the best to you, brother. God bless you. We'll be back in touch next time on The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Peace, my brother. Peace.